There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everyone. We back. We back. Oh, we back. We, we back. had to take a break and live our lives uh, for a second there. Yeah, but now we're here. Giving you both you... went back east. You both went back east. We both went back east. I was hanging around Staten Island. Um, yeah, and... Joe got, got the more Sopranos experience. Out yeah, of the two I flew of into yeah. Newark. Ooh. Um, oh, lovely I Newark. Out, I, I flew out of Newark, which was uh, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Many, um, <laughs> I, I think they call it Many Saints International Airport. Is that what mm. they call? It? Yeah, I think I rented a I rented a car from Many Saints of uh, Newark rental car. <laughs> oh shit! Drove, you're, you're you know, flip that car. Saw the Budweiser plant as always, as you do sure. when you get out of Newark Airport, um, mm. and uh, enjoyed um, the tremendous amount of fucking rain uh, that was in uh, <laughs> in. Uh, oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you got, got some. You got some. out of a yank. No, no, there were a couple good days. There were a couple good days. You got some meatballs. Yeah. You got some gravy. Oh, guys, some, let me uh, just tell you. Let me just tell you. Some Chinese food at the I 4th of July barbecue. On 4th of July, first off, I had a lox and cream cheese bagel on an egg everything bagel mm. for, bre- mm. for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Then Great start. Then at the barbecue, which was at 2 o'clock, oh, no. I, I had... You know, a ton of, a, a ton of like salami and cream cheese cracker like things as an appetizer. Ooh, um, salami you know, and cream cheese. Yeah, a lot that's of, like, indulgent. Yeah, a lot of finger food stuff. Mm. And then mm-hmm. I had hamburger. Um, uh, uh, just loose, just some yeah. loose hamburger. <laughs> just raw just hamburger. Loose, raw yeah. hamburger. I had yeah. a hamburger. I had pulled pork. I had beef and broccoli. I had like a Hawaiian chicken. <laughs> This Ooh. is all on Fourth of July, and this is all and then, within a few hours of each other. And then my aunt's like, "Yeah, turn on a grill. You want to? Hey, you, what do you want?" I'm like, "Yeah, just give me a hot dog." Because I was like drunk, <laughs> or I right. was buzzed. I wasn't like crazy, but I like yeah. was gonna go drive. And then luckily, my sister's boyfriend, who doesn't drink, was like, "I can drive," and I'm Ooh. like, "Yeah, that's a better Ooh. idea on Fourth of better July." Idea. Good, good, good. Um, and so I had that hot dog anyway. 
Then well, I'm I glad. Went, yeah, I was you're, wondering. You're like, yeah, I'm fucked up. I had all these uh, cream cheese, vo- cream cheese, vodka, salami. <laughs> oh shots. yeah, I had, I had, I had two Jamesons, a couple Sam Adams, a Miller Lite, and then I had like a fruity, like a like a Jello shot thing of like Captain Morgan. Damn, you did it up, Very spells. Strong. And Good then Lord. I went to my uncle's on the other side of Staten Island, and um. I had and you're uh, crossing coasts on the island. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I had. He was like, "Let me turn on the grill." I had a ton of red wine. He kept pouring me like red wine. <laughs> he was and, like, "How about this humidity, dude?" He's he, now this guy is wow. like he looks like a character in The Sopranos too. Oh, he's yeah. Italian, and um, he owns his own clothing store on Staten Island that's been there for like a hundred years. Um, Just all jumpsuits. Yep. And uh, he was like, eh, yeah, yeah, let me, let, you just want some food? You just want some food? And he was like, uh, uh, yeah, I had a, a, a hot sausage. It was delicious mm-hmm. on a roll. Some mac and cheese with mustard in it. It was fucking phenomenal. Whoa. And a piece of cheesecake. And I, had, and I had cake at my other, at my, at my aunt's house before. Uh, it was like uh, unbelievable. I'm, I'm starving right now, so this sounds great. If I had just eaten, I'd be so nauseous. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever ate that much. And like, you know what? I'll tell you, you went what. Full bacala. Yeah, yeah, I was fine. I was not bloated. I, I'm like, I'm shocked. Pizza? Did was there any pizza? Oh well, I had pizza the next day. Right? Yes. I mean, you got like you got every New York food in basically in 24 hours. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> like day before every okay single... the day the day before Fourth of July, I was at my uh, cousin's house and she made brajol, hey, meatballs. Very nice. There you go. Meatballs, sausage, um, mm. meat bread that they got from the like it was. Oh, you got the look out, do- look out, Doughboys, <laughs> dude. We're 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 stepping on your turf now. Yeah, okay, yeah. look out. Hey, Mike Mitchell, Nick Wire, yo, fuck those guys. We're <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. for them. No, they're great. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I had uh, yeah. Oh my god, I had a. Uh, oh, I had so much food. And then the wow. next Is day, that yeah. it though? That's it. No, I had pizza when we first came in. Oh, okay. From yeah. Danino's on Staten Island, which is great. It's in the King of Staten Island. Oh, um, hey. The, the plate, the restaurant they eat at. It's where he works. And, um, uh, you know, like bagels every day, every day basically. Yeah. We, we'll, oh, put, you brought, we'll put a disclaimer you, up top at this episode. If you're not interested <laughs> in, in the in Spell's diet diary, skip 14 minutes ahead. Um, hey, this you're not going to get this on the other Sopranos this is true. podcast. They're not giving you the no. play I mean, by come play. On. On the, no. on the... I mean, go to just go to New North Jersey, Staten Island, you know, Brooklyn, Queens, whatever and hey, just eat, sh- eat I, everything. Shout out to South, Southwestern or Southwestern Connecticut, man. Yeah, yeah but you're not going to get the you're not going to get the the well, some places yeah. like Paul's house, you're probably gonna get an authentic like Italian. Oh meal. yes, Paul's Paul's mom's food is. Phenomenal. Thank you, thank you. I, you know, and I'm sure actually terrible they... person, but great great cook, <laughs> just great gravy. Just kidding, gravy gravy, gravy was good that gravy. day. The bagels and you know the yeah, Chinese bagels. Chinese food. The bagels Chinese... are better in New York, and the Ch- well the Chinese we get good too though. We I get mean, pretty yeah. good. I was shocked to go to a Fourth of July barbecue and have Chinese food in addition to hamburgers and hot yeah, dogs. What, progressive. Yeah, progressive. They were throwing it on the grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, where did this? I was like, my cousin, where does it come from? Oh, across the street. You know, they just got yeah. like orders of like a ton of Chinese food. I can do it. Why not? You got to take the big egg rolls and you got to put them on the grill. Get a little char on there. <laughs> uh, guys, big news in Sopranos world. 
while yes, on our, our break, we we missed the Many Saints of Newark trailer drop. Yes, we must discuss for our fans out Indeed. there. What do you What do you guys Indeed. think? What were, What were the reactions? Awesome. Initial reactions. Awesome. Do you get the Looks chills? Do you get the goosebumps awesome. uh, when the music oh, played time. at the end? Big time. I, re- I also I really. I, I, re- I was shocked because like it. I feel like they were trying. Like David Chase was like, from what I heard, was trying to keep this like not so over the top Sopranos mm. like catering to the fans. Yeah. And then you get the like. I mean, obviously this could have easily come from HBO, but you get they hit you hard. With the Sopranos, like the Sopranos, a Sopranos story. Yeah. Like, well, remains yeah. to be seen because that's definitely a marketing tactic. Yeah. Like they wanted to put the word yes. Sopranos in the title to to draw we, that crowd we, in. We were also told that this was supposed to be Dickie Moltisanti's story. I think it will be. I think uh, honestly, like from the trailer, those might be like the majority of the character of Tony Soprano's moments, like in scenes. Yeah, for all we know, you know. True. Mm. Uh, I wonder if that, I wonder if that's quite misleading. Make, yeah, I wonder if that's going to be disappointing. I, if it's a good story, it's a good story. I, sure. I don't I don't yeah. mind the the characters that we love taking uh, a side seat to like Dickie, who we've never met before. It's still sure. it's still I, all part of the Sopranos canon. I mean, you know, they got the yeah, shot sure, of no, Satrials no. out like yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. there. I mean, uh, I I feel like you know. I'm sure it, uh, from what I'm uh, uh, from what I'm going to guess is that it's going to be like half half Dicky half Tony like it's just yeah. going to be like it's it's going to it's he's going to be in it a lot. The two um, characters are intertwined. Like through yeah, Dicky's yeah. story we get tangentially uh Tony's like origin story as a as a mobster. But I don't I, mean, I think trailer... I think Dicky is going to is will be the main character as opposed to Tony being the main probably character. sure 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 yes I, I mean but they really fucking made it a Tony Soprano like yes. yeah they, they got really the voiceover like of uh, Gandolfini yeah. up top I know Man, that's where it starts off and you're like oh shit yeah I mean that's the question and they though, played like, the music the music obviously like yeah. they they played the song that was um yeah, I forget get- what I forget what episode that's in we get a couple. We get a lot, uh, a little scene with Vera Farmiga with uh, as Livia uh, in the principal's office or whatever. Great makeup on her. I, I she just she great. nails the little like you know. Uh, well, you can't you can't convince me, you know. And she's like, oh, he's a leader, and, and the little scoff, the little like, yeah, that's so yeah. Livia. She she yeah, does yeah, it yeah. well. And then you get a little glimpse of Corey Stoll as Uncle June. He's like, let me talk to the boy, like <laughs> or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. He right. only listens to Dicky. I think he sounds pretty good. So I mean, these are the characters that are going to be not front and center, but we're going to be visiting, revisiting, and it's just going to be such a treat. And whoever Ray Liotta is, we think he's old man DeMeo. I right? think he's old man uh, DeMeo. Like, you know, he, that would make sense. It sounds like sense. he, it, or it looks in that final like moment of the trailer where he's like, "Stay away from," as far as your nephew's concerned, like, "Stay away from her," or whatever, stay out of his life. Like it looks like, like Ray Liotta's character is in jail, which we know, uh, you know. Jackie April Senior, I, I believe, um, uh, takes takes Old Man DeMeo's place when he goes to jail. So, yeah, he's acting boss yeah. when he goes. We to jail. shall see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall uh, very see. pumped. Um, uh, I also I'm fascinated to see when we actually get to see the movie how David Chasey it is because obviously the trailer. It's like made for more of a mainstream audience. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to make it seem like more of a like 
middle of the road mobster movie right. explosions you know, and like yeah. appeal to the masses and yeah well yeah. we we'll see but i yeah i think it i actually kind of hope it's it's a little more uh closer to the tone of the show and the pacing of the yeah. show uh, yeah. but will that work who knows a 90 minute actually i don't know what the running time is but you know 90 to two hour movie like will it work i don't know i don't um, know but you know what the trailers for the fucking ep- um you know like next week's episode and shit were misleading always yeah always True. Yeah. always yeah. misleading a little yeah. more like you know um they definitely aired on like something big is gonna happen and then nothing yeah, would happen right. like someone's getting so right. like yeah. i don't know maybe you know maybe it's similar in that respect um yeah i bet david chase hates the trailer <laughs> oh yeah i would i would put money on it yeah. i would put money on it. i bet he despises it it's just so anti what we know about him as a storyteller but you know yeah, but it's maybe, all in there i maybe. mean they're taking they're taking stuff you know from the movie so uh, any any like predictions? I, any hopes? Unless any... Um, you know, unless unless saying it's about Dickie Moltisanti is a, is a, is a uh, diversion, you know, from yeah. what it from what it is, you know. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, are we gonna see him carrying the food tray? You know, for Chris. <laughs> are we gonna you see? Know? Are we gonna see Dicky Dicky's demise? Yeah, when he's Dickie bringing the TV yeah. trays. Um, are we gonna see other people like Artie, like Carmella? Feech. Peach, um, you know, puss. We're gonna puss, see yeah, little right, pussy um, Malenga. Are we gonna see? There's so many. That's yeah. the thing. Like, there's so many like th- storied things from the show that are talked about that we we never really get to see. But um, I think I think the guy who says Antonio Soprano, that's Jackie Senior, um, who may come on the pod at some point. Not to yes. <laughs> uh, no, no. Actually, uh, two two of the people also. Um... The young lady who plays uh, Janice in it, uh, also a, a former student of my wife. So, um, oh, there yeah, is there, Jer- there is a Jackie April. There's a yeah, Jackie April. I April-ale. believe, yeah, I believe have, it is. We have to see him. Jackie. There's, I believe it yeah. is uh, my my uh, my wife's pal, who she uh, yeah she was a acting coach on a Nickelodeon show um, that he was a, a character on. And uh, yeah, the Nickelodeon show was the Jackie April show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie and Friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I bet here, I want to go on record saying, I bet, I bet there's a moment where like, uh, young Tony is introduced to like Chris as a baby and he like cutely grabs his nose, like got your nose share, like oh, foreshadowing, like how he ultimately kills he that kills baby. <laughs> uh, grabbing his nose. If not missed uh, opportunity. Yeah, maybe, Dave Chase. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, it's funny, like watching, uh, so we're covering where's Johnny, uh, season five, episode three. Yes. Uh, today, um, and we got you know because Junior ventures out into Newark, uh, you know we get the little taste of places that we may see in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or like people. you know, like or people. I mean, he busts. He busts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spells. Yeah. You had a. You were curious about a character from this yeah. episode possibly being in yeah. many things. Yeah, yeah. Homeless woman. It's gonna be. It's gonna be when they when they're like doing the race war po- portion. <laughs> yeah. We'll see this young beautiful woman. I just want to give a- someone asking... half and half in the back seat. <laughs> she only says that oh, line to set that it's up. Her. It's her. Wow. She. Wow. She went downhill. Damn. She was beautiful back in the day. 
Yeah. Uh, Maybe they had relations, right? Maybe they they show them having relations. That's right. Yeah. At the Jupiter Club. At the Jupiter Club. If Spells wrote this movie, Bert. No. Yeah. Yeah, we Johnny gotta see the, the fire wrote, at the Jupiter. Johnny the Nut oh, wrote, God. Uh, wrote oh, shit. That would be oh, opening scene. Oh, shit. I should have I should have wrote one. Yeah. I mean he should have wrote one. Um yeah. Guys, this is um, one of my favorite episodes. I I, I think oh, it's, it's gotta be it's, it's got it's, the it's probably top five for me. It's got the best lines. It's got the most so many great lines. Most quotable lines that you quote with your friends yeah um, let's let's set it up so this is let's, season let's five in. episode three written by michael calio directed by john patterson originally aired march 21st 2004 this of course is the famous episode where uncle jr uh once or twice reminds tony he never had the makings of a varsity athlete uh and also features nephew uh jumps out of a tree and comes at Polly with a chainsaw in this episode so uh <laughs> Like he did. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, escalating tensions between uh, the Civil War in New York between uh, John, uh, yeah Johnny and and Little Carmine. Um, first appearances this episode. You guys know uh, uh, Gary Lamont. <laughs> first, yeah. Okay, first and last appearances. Yeah, so, e. Gary Lamont. Um, oh, Salvitro. Yeah, maybe. Salvitro. Yeah, and uh, Billy Leotardo, the ill-fated. Ah, uh, yes. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, also first not first non appearance. First character uh to not Carm. Appear. Yeah, Carm is not at all in this episode no for the first time. Wow, wow, yeah. Yeah. Uh which was which was surprising. Meadow also, but I think she previously did not appear in, eh. in episodes. We get AJ for for a brief little yeah. bit. Um in the car and at Sunday dinner. Yeah. But so we'll we'll break it down by plot lines. Uh we got Polly and Feach, Polly versus Feach, I should say. We got uh, the New York storyline heating up, and then we have Tony and Junior. So let's kick it off with Polly and Feach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we open up with well, first we open up with Tony at the Bing and seeing Tony B. He's trying to go straight still, dry cleaning business. You know, Tony's like, it's hard seeing you like this. Um, and then we sort of get the backstory of what, uh, according to Tony, what happened that night, which is important for the rest of the season and how things play out. He, he apparently got jumped before like some sort of, uh, uh, hi- hijack or whatever, and ended up needing stitches. And that was the night that Tony B went away, which is a huge source of Tony's guilt, uh, and how he yeah. treats his cousin for the rest of the season. So that's a little important. And it's kind of interesting how they like piecemeal reveal that over the first three episodes. Cause you don't really uh they I, they're good at like revealing the exposition here not in all one like hey like maybe, let me give a speech of how that happened maybe it's because we we know like if you've watched the series before you you know what actually happened that night mm. to tony but you know when you do rewatches i always feel like it's it's almost like Blondetto knows that he, he it's a f- fucking shit story yeah i mean you maybe know? he does yeah uh, I mean, he's certainly we. They establish that he's pretty smart. He's pretty keen. Yeah. Like he, even in this in this scene, like it feels like he's like, yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you yeah. you can you, you can be there, right? Yeah. So I feel like if if he actually thought that he was jumped, like he'd be like, yeah, I was fucked up. But like he seems to be like, yeah. What are you gonna do? I mean, you know, you had to have a fucking panic attack and you fell. Yeah. Things happen how they happen. Yeah. Right, uh, but right. so, but so Tony B and Feech, because he mentions Feech in that scene, like, like I was telling Feech earlier, which we see that to- our Tony doesn't really like. Uh, 
soon after that, we have them driving together, I guess. Feach treated Tony B to lunch, you know, talking about his cousin. Ah, yes, the boy king. The boy king. I trust yeah, you. The boy king. Talk frankly about him. Uh, big kid. I'll have you eating like that every day. <laughs> yeah. Do you, so. Hey, hey, you want to be big? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a uh, giant a- piano? Um, <laughs> but so, like, obviously, he gets interrupted because he sees, like, uh, Salvitro, but you know, he's about to say something perhaps out of line about the boss of the family to, to Tony B. They're obviously setting him up as like the Richie April or the, or the Ralph Zifferetto of the season. How do you think the story was originally like planned out before? Because as we know, Loja, uh, ended up having to be written off the show because he was struggling remembering his lines and holding right. up production. Uh, and they they decided to nip it in the bud, I guess. How do you think that story would have played out? Would have would it have been just another Ralph, just another uh, Richie, or what? I I feel like maybe things might have boiled over with him and Polly, mm-hmm. and that's like maybe like what ends up being his demise. The main like, main I, beef, like the main yeah, because like I feel like they've they've figured it out by now. Like you can't just have like. Here's the guy. Mm. He's a thorn in Tony's side this uh, uh, season. Mm. He'll be event. He'll eventually be killed. Mm. You know, like I feel like it. It would have to be something like that. Even though they it's did, not just that, like did, Tony is like, uh, this guy's a problem. Let's get rid of him. I mean, yeah. I well, <laughs> I I mean, to me, it's like sort of hastily thrown together. Almost like it, it's hastily thrown together by them mm-hmm. to like just send him back to prison. Oh yeah, I I think you that's. Know. Better, I think it played out way better because realistically, is if better. Tony is, if you want to tell us Tony is a good boss and he's learning from everything we've seen him endure throughout the series, he would of course mm-hmm. recognize that this is like you know an, uh, a, a discontented uh, guy just out of jail who feels he's owed is very similar to Richie April, um, you know, and obviously it ends up playing out in the next episode where where Feech isn't laughing at his joke and <laughs> all that kind of stuff, yeah. like realistically tony would recognize this as a threat and he would he would nip it in the bud early he wouldn't he wouldn't let it play out to uh and we 13 and, episodes and, and the seeds are there obviously in this episode not yeah. just with uh blondetto r- revealing that he saw feach but then he sees like the bag from the bakery at june at junior's house like you know he acknowledges and you know obviously the beef that he's having now with paulie which is a fucking pain in the ass you know he see he sees the seeds that he uh you know yeah he recognizes yeah. the seeds now yeah, yeah yeah for sure um so here here we meet Salvitro uh poor fucking guy you know Feech tells him you know he he's mowing somebody's lawn or whatever Feech tells him the neighborhood belongs to his nephew E Gary Lamana um <laughs> yeah oh how distinguished. <laughs> Uh, Ercole is the first name. Ercole, yeah, probably. Ercole. Feech uh, breaks, uh, I don't know, sounds good gardening arm or whatever. And uh, uh, basically, therein lies the beef for the episode because, as we find out soon after, Polly is visiting his mom and, and his aunt. And uh, uh, basically, Salvatore uh, Vitro was like the gardener for the for Polly's mom, for how remember. I just love that. Like, this is, this is what sets like Sopranos apart from other mob shit because other mob shit, you know, 
uh, Goodfellas Casino, even Godfather, it's all like coke and prostitution and gambling and loan sharking and <laughs> you know this and that. And then Sopranos is fucking you know garbage routes and uh, and landscaping contracts. Yeah, I mean uh, right. it's the mundane. Yeah, it, right. yeah, exactly. And it's it's true. I'm sure the actual New Jersey mob had their hand in this fucking stuff. Yeah, they, they, they might still. Who knows? And if someone right. like you know messes with your Aunt Mary, you get like upset <laughs> yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah, I, I love like Tony's just like this is the first time hearing about this shit. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. you know, yeah. it's like all the all the little things that all these people are doing like on the side to like mm-hmm. try to make make more money because they're not Tony. So when right. when when Paulie hears about this from his aunt and his mother, like the injustice that has been done to uh, Salvitro. Do you, like, do you think he immediately sees that as like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make some money. I'm going to get some points off this guy. Or do you think he really thinks he's doing the right thing and thus he deserves the points? Well, we, yes. we know he's motive. Yeah. He, 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 we know his main motivation is his mother. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah but, I, uh, but I think like even more than money, even more than money, she like, it's like all that matters to him in his life. Right. Do right. So, by your mom. Yeah. 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 And I, I think once like it starts to heat up, then he's like, I need to see some fucking money out of yeah. this. Cause this is actually becoming a fucking issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he almost thinks he deserves it at that point. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm putting in all this work now. Now I, right. now I need to own part of this business somehow. True. Right. True. Yeah. Cause he takes it to features bakery. Uh, by the way, two scenes in a row with Paulie opening with there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Salvatore Madali and then the king of breadsticks uh yeah, yeah. classic but so uh so he visited visits Feech at his bakery this is like an epic like confrontation uh you know it's a good thing then Paulie your book don't mean who gots to me you know that, like just hit, seeing these two sort of go head to head is great but like who is right here is anyone right here like who like what do you guys think no, that's why they wound up. They wind up both like just taking over something that no one had control of. Right. You so know, Paulie doesn't Feech, really think, have any right to like to. Yeah, I think Feech was like, oh, I saw something that I can like, fucking like sink my teeth in, and then Paulie's like, no, I yeah, but I I want to do that too, and then they both do, you know? It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like being like, oh. Um, the best pizzeria in that neighborhood is like, you know, Cerisos. Cause that's like where I like fucking went when I lived in the neighborhood and they're like, and someone else is like, actually I live in the neighborhood now. And like, there's this new place and it's really good. And, and they're like, no, it's not. I've never been there, but I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. Cause I used to live in the neighborhood. It's yeah. like, eh, they could both be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, right. you don't fucking even live in this neighborhood anymore. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, so like nobody really has a claim here, which is, I guess is why it gets so messy and and becomes sort of a uh, a pain in the ass for Tony to to rule on. But I, I love that like the next thing we see is Paulie driving and he's listening to the Art of War by Sun Tzu. And yeah, uh, I love oh, I love that. And you hear uh, you- it's like he he will win. Who knows when to fight and when not to fight? And then he fucking yeah, picks yeah. his fight with these uh, guys in a tree. Right. Um, it's it's also possible. I like I never really thought about it until like this watch, but it's also possible that Salvicho is just really a fucking shitty businessman, and uh, true. and and Feech's nephew like is is better, and he's like, 
yeah, I'm fucking, I'm young and I'm going to like fucking, you know, I, I'm going to get this neighborhood. Like, right. And Salvicho, obviously like, yeah. Salvicho is just like this pathetic fuck, fuck who's been like doing the same lawns for 26 years, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Said, that's the way the world works, I guess. Hey, capitalism. Yeah. Um, um, I can't, uh, this is to relate to the many saints of Newark, but the guy who's going to play Paulie is such a fucking good actor. Oh, he's oh my so God. He's, 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 Billy, uh, he's Billy Magnuson. Magnuson. Yeah. Yeah. He is so good. Oh, he's uh, such a good psychopath. He plays a good I mean, psychopath, he's, but he's also he's hilarious. Funny. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's so good. So fucking good in everything he does. So like yeah. for him yes. to, and I would have never thought he'd be fucking Paulie. So like, no that's way. I've that's probably gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, here's to hoping he gets the he <laughs> down. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so ultimately in this beef, Tony rules the neighborhood should be divided between Gary and Sal. Uh, you know, Paulie tells Sal, uh, and he ends up taking some points, and he's also got to do a few lawns on the arm, including uh, you know, Tony just happened to be, which we'll get into later, looking for. Uh, a nice thing to do for Johnny. And he ends up just uh, letting Sal Vitro do his lawn, which is fucking huge. It's <laughs> just like yeah. Yeah. such a big lawn. Man, sucks to be Sal Vitro. We've talked about who gets the shit end of the stick in the series oh, a dude. bit before. Tough to argue he, it's he, not he, Sal Vitro. Yeah, he makes Tony look, or he makes Artie look like Tony. Know, like... Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but so let's get into the, the New York stuff. Cause that's heating up and th- yeah. that's like what yeah. the fans like really wanted, uh, coming off season four. Like everybody just wants this huge clash Heads between. Rolling. Yeah, exactly. And, and speaking of that, like, you know, we've talked about it before. Lorraine Caluzzo was this character that they modeled off a TV critic, um, <laughs> who complained that season four didn't have enough whackings. Um, which you know, in this episode, uh, we we see Lorraine and Jason Evanina. You know, she's still kicking up to little Carmine. Johnny ain't happy about that. We get this scene in a bar uh, where she goes to collect Phil Leotardo, Billy, and um, I think Joey Peeps comes in and yeah. corner her, put a gun to her chest and a phone book. You know, she's saying, "I'll suck all your cocks." Like, is this going a little too far after David Chase? Uh, explicitly said this was modeled off of a TV critic. Like, think about like that. Like, I'll suck all your cocks, and then the way she dies, naked and scrambling. You know, yeah. What do you, is that? Did he go a little too far here? I think he went a little too far. I think. I think. Maybe, yeah. I think. I think that's what David Chase does, though. He really, he really hates the <laughs> TV critics, the executives. Like, right. I was listening to. Um, another podcast uh, that was whoa, talking whoa, whoa. about the Sopranos. Another Sopranos podcast? It's not a Sopranos podcast. <laughs> and it has some people who we should have as on as guests who we probably can. Um, but, uh, you know, like, was talking about how, like, someone was sharing the story about how, like, what um, David Chase would say, like, what is AJ doing right now? And, like... You know, he's like, a sh- he's like, you know, AJ's not a great person, but he's no murderer. You know, he's no like killer. So he, you know, he's not a, he's not a great person. He'd probably be like a Hollywood executive or something. <laughs> like he said that in an interview. <laughs> so I think 
David Chase like really doesn't care about twisting the knife on someone. He has like, contempt for that whole world for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh and more explicitly, even more explicitly expressed through the character of JT Dolan uh later on. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like and like luxury lounge yeah, and all that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh but so anyway, you know, Lorraine calls a meeting between Angelo, Tony, and Junior. Uh this is where Junior brings up the varsity athlete shit for the first time, you know, which is something from the pilot, which I think is just yeah. so, so great. Um, that callback all the way from the origins of the show. Uh, were, were Angela and Lorraine right to involve New Jersey here at this point? Like, is it, does it make sense that they would go outside the family to an ally of Johnny's and, and little Carmine's like, it seems to be the go-to, you know? It was the go-to, like, by Johnny mm-hmm. to, like, reach out to Carmine Jr. Like, you know, obviously, ultimately, out, like, but... to, like, yeah, well, Tony, like, throws Angel under the bus, you know? He pretends that it was his idea, <laughs> yeah. like, to the triumvirate, power sharing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I guess, ultimately, it w- wasn't the right decision. But I don't know, like, how else can you get John's ear? You yeah. know, it's not like he, it's not like they can sit down with John. This this is true at this point. Yeah, you know? it's beyond that. And maybe if fucking Christopher wasn't such a fucking moron, <laughs> maybe that that meeting could have gone a little better, and maybe things like get a little smoothed over. Yeah, yeah. I think that even so. Later on, there's after this, you know, uh, there's there's a second sit down where Tony warns Chris not to say anything. Chris gets a little chatty and, and and floats the idea that little Carmine keep Lorraine Caluzzo while Johnny takes a piece of, of little Carmine's uh, uh, businesses down in Miami and, mm-hmm. and Johnny fucking flips out. I thought Chris, I mean, yes, he shouldn't have said anything, but the way he said it, you know, they were all having a friendly conversation. He floated an idea like, yes, he was overstepping a line, but I don't think the he way should have been floating it, like, ideas. He should shut the fuck up. Well, yes, like, because Tony told him to. But right, was Tony gonna try to flow anything? Like, what what did Tony have that was better than that? That was there anything that Tony could have said that wouldn't have made Johnny react in the exact same way? Is my question. So like, true. I, like true because we know that actually this is the first time we've seen Johnny like getting this upset. This is like fat wife fat joke upset which we haven't really seen him since like early season four, but now it's about the mob shit. Like do, does Tony know how to navigate this? And John's like ego now that, that uh, Carmine seniors out of the picture, like it just blasts it off. Like he's always had an ego, but I I think like there's no way to tiptoe around this guy. I don't think there's, there was ever any sort of uh, peaceful solution to this. True. Besides little Carmine backing out, which we eventually we know he does. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we get that scene with Tony and Johnny at, at Shea Stadium. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, I love it. R.I.P. Uh, we find out Tony and Lorraine used to fuck. Maybe we'll get a little of that in Many Saints. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's just all fucking of, of past characters. Um. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this the the triumvirate thing. There's no world in which that could have worked out, right? Like, 
No. What's this? The fucking UNO. Yeah, I mean Classic. Yeah, not with not with John and not with Phil. Yeah. Like that's the other problem, is like Phil's in John's ear now. It's like Phil's so fucking insane. So there's just like the there's yeah, yeah. This is not possible. Not possible. Yeah. So that's that's sort of left open ended. Things are trending downward for for the New York uh, families and 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 their <clears throat> any any chance of peace. Um, let's talk about Tony Jr., which is which is like the heart of the episode here. Um, first of all, Junior <laughs> Junior thinks uh, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm is is him and Bobby's. <laughs> What's this? My trial? And then, and then you notice like. Uh, Cut to the next scene, and Bobby's wearing Chet's shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why nice they decided to just like, hey, let's do a big curb reference episode. But uh, I mean, I, I always, I always love it. it made it's, me, as, I, I, it was delightful. Uh, uh, curb used to air directly after Sopranos, right? Yeah, Am I right. I believe yeah, so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until it became like Carnival or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> Actually, yeah. this season I think was was this Carnival. This season I think was, it was because uh, you know uh, Larry David likes to take his time between seasons, as did Larry, uh, David Chase. Correct. But, Correct. Um, man, that show is still fucking on. That's like over I know. twenty years. It's insane. Yo, he yeah, because he's like I'm retired, and then three years later they're like, oh no, we get another season. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so Bobby meets with Tony at the Bing. He wants a little more responsibility, which is a fair ask. Uh, now that he's you know married to the the boss's uh, sister, and he's been sort of he's been getting Junior's stool softener for years. Um, you know, Sunday dinner at Junior's house keeps bringing up how Tony never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Um, you know, great scene. I when I was first watching it, it struck me as like a little not far fetched, but out of Tony's character to be so sensitive about this. When you look at like the what he has forgiven Junior for, Junior tried to have him whacked. <laughs> These comments right. see like and now like he he says something that hurts him like a few times and he's and Junior's dead to him. Right. Yeah, well that's but he, who he is, though. That's right. I guess that's who he's who he's become. Uh, you know, he's he, Tony's definitely grown increasingly narcissistic. Yeah. You know, similar to his mother. Um, as the series progressed since season one, since Junior tried to have him whacked. Uh, but yeah, but it's, it's also it, it, it's also obviously it's like it's like the thing that Junior knows gets under his skin the most because yeah. he's been doing it. He's been saying it to him since he was a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess junior did sort of, he must've like known that that was something that would upset Tony when he says it in season one, yeah. uh, you know, or, you know, in the pilot or whatever, like he's saying that like, well, he still has his wits about him. Like he knows that it, well, we don't hear skin. junior say it in the, in season one, in the pilot, Tony reports to Melfi. Oh, he sa- he's, yeah, right. he's like, he my, says that at the same time, right. my uncle told the girl cousins, I, I, I never the makings of a varsity athlete, which was a tremendous blow to my self-esteem. Right. Um, right. That's right. That's right. So he said it. God knows when, Hey, maybe we'll hear that said in the, in the prequel, but, uh, yeah, but obviously it's stuck with Tony and it's obviously stuck with junior for whatever reason. So, um, but yeah, this, this causes a riff. Um, you know, 
Then Junior wanders out in his bathrobe and slippers, takes his car, drives down to Bloomfield Avenue where Johnny Boy used to have like, I don't know, what was it? Some kind of hangout or uh, it's a church now. Um, but uh, I always felt like it was, yeah, maybe some like club. Right. Uh, old, uh, used to know. be Italian neighborhood. Um, right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll see um, the, those vending machines in the church in many saints. Hopefully I'm hoping for, I'm really <laughs> pulling for the vending machine. Oh, the vending machine. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Italian guys oh, yeah. had some vending machines. Yeah. Imagine yeah. there might be a oh, thing. Right. There's probably some scam with vending machines. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, uh, before he goes into that church, that makeshift church, like he's walking up to a house. Is, is that Johnny's, is that like the childhood soprano house, like like Johnny and Livia's house? I didn't notice that he was going to a house. He's walking up to a house at first, and then and then like he walks into the yeah. I don't know. There's like a shot of him walking up to the place. Yeah, it could be because I think I think Tony um, Tony has said, or or maybe we saw that he lives, if not on Bloomfield Ave, it, they used to live on like near Bloomfield Ave, which is where right. that church is. So it could be. Um, I love that Bobby calls uh, Bobby Sanfilippo to check if Junior's there, which is the woman Junior shoves the pie in the face of in, in season one. Yeah. Um, nice, South nice little reference. Yeah. That would have been, that. That must have been a rough phone call for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure oh, she didn't have anything nice to say. Junior uh, hasn't kept time with her in years. <laughs> I know that. Fucking who's that? Beppy? Is that Beppy? I think is that Beppy? No, it's. Uh, I think that's Beppy or Tommy. That's Tommy. 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 It's Tommy yeah. yeah. Be- Beppy's the one like with the higher voice yeah, and like yeah, the glasses yeah. and the little mustache. Yeah. Tommy's like it's a TV program, Junior program. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, they can't find this guy, Junior. Then we get to see a, a Junior talking with the homeless woman, lovely, mm-hmm. half and half, half and half. Think, yeah. Uh, two policemen ultimately find find him and, and bring him home. You know, Janice and Bobby go over to uh, Tony's mother's house where he's living um, to talk oh, about great. like what like what are we gonna do about Junior? Um, there is an argument, uh, as there usually is between Tony oh, and Janice. Well, actually, one of the best blowouts I think between Tony and Janice. Like, I love this. Oh, I yeah. love this scene. You know, poor fucking Janice. And of course, uh, the bl- blowing roadies. 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 <laughs> oh, you don't want to know. Oh no, no, no. you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't. I really don't, Tom. Um, <laughs> makes a lot. He, this is not the only time he references his sister uh, giving oral in in the series. Uh, yeah, another thing that's probably walk. ingrained. It's probably it's ingrained be... in him from his childhood because he got fu- he probably got so fucking teased for it, <laughs> yeah, like probably. by his friends, yeah. you know, like free spirit, yeah, Janice. Yeah. Gonna be she had a reputation. Yeah. Gonna be in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be in the movie. Oh god, the young, all the like, sex little no, kid. We, we need a full. Uh, it's like fifteen. A full Johnny the Nut oh. prequel where it's all like the oh, no. the prequel. Oh, yes, sex yes, scenes. we Janice definitely do. We? Oh yeah, we do. Do we need ninety that? minutes? I want it. Let's do it. <laughs> 90 minutes. You want a, you want a full script? It's masterpiece. Okay. Yeah. I want Melfi losing her virginity to Richard. I want every, I want everything, man. <laughs> um no, so uh Janice slaps Tony. He starts choking her. 
imagine being Bacala in this moment. Like what a fucking stressful, you're dealing with your head case wife and then also your boss slash like, I guess, friend. I don't know, but like brother-in-law. Uh, and then Artie gets an elbow in the eye as, as Artie does. Uh, right. Which is just like such a matter, like, you know, he's, he's, he's another Sal Vitro. It's, these are just like the people yes. on the outskirts of Soprano world. Just, they're the ones getting the blows, <laughs> like taking all the, taking the brunt of everything. Um, Tony tells Bobby, if he wants more responsibility in the family, he should start by controlling his wife. You think that's fair? Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, uh, but also, like, I, I love that it comes out that, like, she pushed him to go talk to Tony too, she about yeah. Like, yeah, getting yeah. the raise. You right. know, it's like, hey, he likes the Spitfire types. He's got to take all that comes with it. You know, she's true. fucking tough cookie. Yeah. So he's like, no know, regrets, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, we, we see her like like both of them like fat shaming Bobby Jr. He like yells at him. He yells at him about snap like drinking too much Snapple, and she pours the fucking chocolate milk out. Oh, because he's pissing the bed again. Fucking little, this is a fucking little boy though. Like like come yeah, on, come, but what the fuck like shaming him. He's yeah, not but piss, if he's pissing he's not, the bed, he's not pissing the bed by because of that. No, pissing the bed because of his family it's environment. Emotional, yeah, emotional problems. For sure, yeah. Poor, poor. You see AJ's eyes light up when when that comes to light in the car oh, yeah. when he learns that yeah. Bobby Jr. still fucking wets the bed. Man, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so ultimately, Tony runs into Junior's neurologist on the golf course. Uh, he explains that Junior's you know erratic behavior was probably due to these infarcts, which are like mini strokes, maybe repeating himself. Um, Tony goes to investigate. this is one of my favorite scenes in the Sopranos. I I just love the scene between Tony and junior at the end of the episode. Oh yeah. Watching like uh, the prairie dogs on the nature channel. Yeah. Or national geographic or whatever it is. Here comes the coyote. coyote. (laughs) There's like three different discussions going on. uh, Junior's talking about what's happening on the TV. He's talking about how Feach was there earlier. And then Tony like is trying to just like sort of like, in passing get some answers out of his uncle so that he can feel better about himself and, and his relationship with his uncle ultimately leading to that that final question you know why is it gotta why is it gotta be something bad can it be something good and 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 junior has no answer for that and then tony right. asks, i mean don't you love me and junior yeah. has no answer for that i there's there's a few moments in Sopranos where that always chokes me up and that always chokes me up. Well, always. Junior gets choked up always. a bit there. Ju- yeah, Junior yeah, gets choked he's, up. Um, he's like trying. He's like trying very hard to hold back tears. But I and and it's also great if you guys haven't watched the uh, like 20 year anniversary of Sopranos where they do like a full cast interview. Uh, uh, yeah. Dominic Chianese talks about that moment and how yeah. and and uses yeah. that moment yeah. as an example for how Gandolfini was such a generous actor. Like he gave you yeah. what you needed to be the best you could in that scene. And he said, Gandolfini genuinely choked him up in that moment when he asks, you know, don't you love me? I'm getting choked up thinking about it now, but like, you know, such a well-acted, well-nuanced moment. But why do you think he doesn't answer? Why? Because there's a few options here. Either he really doesn't love his nephew and doesn't know how to say it, 
you know, maybe it's like a old school thing where he's like just too much of a man to say, I love you to his nephew. And also there's the option that like, you know, this is also the dementia and he's, he's confused and he doesn't know if he loves him. He doesn't, you know, in this moment, he's just confused. What do you guys think? I think it can be a combination of all of that besides the fact that he doesn't love him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he absolutely loves him. Yeah. I think, I think their relationship is just like what, what makes it so great is that it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, part of it too is like junior never had kids he obviously always took Tony under his wing. His his brother has been dead for many years, and he probably sees himself as Tony's father figure mm. in, in a lot of ways. Um, but he still has animosity towards him because like, he still wants to be the one who's looked at as the boss, yeah. and he kind of knows that that is, is gone. It's, it's slipping through his fingers right. because he's been on house arrest for God knows how long now. He, his mind is going. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I mean, but I think it's a combination of things. I th- I think he's really trying hard to not say that he loves him. <laughs> yeah. It, see, it seems that, like uh, it. What I do think, you think he, I think he's also confused. I think he's also just confused from the dementia. Yeah, sure. Or, you know, like, I think, I think, I think you can be confused and I think you, He's probably also, uh, if he's aware of it, he's probably like very scared as well mm-hmm. um, and does not ever want to admit, you know, that he's aware of it. I, I, I forget. Do we even, he never even really admits that he knows what's happening to him. No, he, he really doesn't. Yeah. No. Because I remember my grandmother, like, you know, when she had Alzheimer's, she like, for a brief period, she knew, she knew, she knew it was happening. Um, So like, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, So like, um, uh, yeah, I don't know um, if he does, you know, maybe he does, maybe it would be probably at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he's still sort of with it at times. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like, and in the, in the, in this scene, he seems to have come to, Oh yeah. Like, he's, he's from right. Meds, right. The episode that yeah. from the episode that he had. So it seems like he, he's sort of with it again. And, and like he, like he's making the conscious decision. And he knows what kind of doctor he went say. to. He knows he went to a neurologist. Right. right. Like, right. so like, you know, he probably is just like, ah, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. But like, he really knows fuck. This is mm-hmm. happening to me, and yeah. uh, that's got to be terrifying. I can't, I can't yeah. do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of left from um, you know the junior we know who's who's semi with it. Uh, you know, it's always a joke that he's like the old guy and 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 a little bit behind everybody else. But you know, for the rest of the season, there's like that one uh, episode arc where he's like going to the funerals and. Right. Um, but by the, by the end of the season, you know, I think there's a moment where Tony comes to uncle junior to ask him what he should do about Tony B who by that point is like on the run because he killed Billy Leotardo and, you know, Phil is after him and Tony just realizes junior is like worthless to him. His mind is mush. Like there's, there's nothing left. And then the next time we see him at the, you know, opening of six, uh, a junior's just c- completely ubats uh, and ends up shooting right. Tony. So so this is really like the, you know, the ending of of, Sopra- of Junior Soprano's, uh, you know, character arc almost 
Uh, I mean, there's still a little story left to tell, but it's not much. And, and we all know how it ends by the end of the series. But this is this is a big moment for his character arc and, and where he ends up. Um, for sure. And that's the app. Great. Fucking yeah, great. Great. Uh, great app. Uh, great uh, app. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys uh, got some time for fucking internet? There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fucking internet. No, I, got, sure. I gotta go. Oh, yeah. No, so I, sure, sure, sure. Spells, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Spells no, has no. some uh, Chinese food on some bagels. He's got a, I'm, actually pretty, grill. I'm actually pretty hungry. I'm probably going to make a bagel sandwich. <laughs> nice. Because, of course, I brought some back, you know. Oh. Okay, not much for fun. Brought, brought some. Brought some back. Yeah. Um, let's see. This one from user Delightful Dill Pickle. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. probably going to put those on my sandwich. Uh, season oh, five, yeah. episode three, where's Johnny? So did the old prostitute really know Junior and Johnny? Or was she <laughs> playing along to get a ride by the shelter? Anyway, go shit in your hat. Odds are uh, she didn't no. actually know. Yeah, I don't think Johnny. she knew. But the funny yeah, thing but is, we will I, find. But come October first, we will know. We will have yeah, definitive we'll, we'll answers. They, for sure. David yeah. Chase will answer this question for <laughs> sure. One hundred percent. question. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is, there was multiple people asking this. Like they were like, "What? What is with like the homeless one?" To like, do they really? And it is a little weird how it's written and how how it plays out. But like, no, of course sure. not. That one. Yeah, does, obviously not. He does not just happen to stumble on, upon this anyway. Um, right. This one from user Lazarus870. How was Junior able to leave his house in Where's Johnny when he had an electronic monitoring monitoring bracelet? Wouldn't the bracelet alert that he left the house and police be trying to find him? No. No, no you no, because it probably was something that someone came by once a month to check. Oh, right. so it's not like real time. I mean, like now house arrest shit. Now it is. I'm sure. Now yeah. it might be, but like, yeah. it's and and even still, like, there's not like there wasn't like they... GPS tracking on his like right. There bracelet. wasn't GPS yeah. tracking right. yeah. then. That would be way too expensive. I'm sure at this <laughs> yeah. time to have some sort of device like right. that. I mean, potentially there was. I I don't know, but but I also am wouldn't be surprised if it was like. Oh, this is the day where the cop comes to see if it, you know, you left your house or, or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They they might have gotten an alert that he left, but yeah, they weren't they weren't gonna track him down. Um, yeah. This one from user Saigon Beauty College. Uh, 
Johnny Sack and the proposed power sharing arrangement. In season five, Where's Johnny? Tony meets with Johnny Sack by Shea Stadium to discuss the power sharing arrangement that Angelo suggested. Obviously, Johnny is irate and shoots it down immediately, but with all the foreshadowing in this series, I couldn't help but notice Tony specifically mentions that he would be less of a target for the feds if the power sharing arrangement could be maintained. I'm on my third rewatch and I was struck by how maybe Johnny Sack sealed his own fate in that one meeting. Anyone else think he could have avoided the fed time slash allocution if he had agreed to run things with little Carmine or would he still have found himself at the precipice of an enormous crossroads eventually? It's a valid question. Yeah, I think that is a valid question. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I mean, by the time the feds show up in Johnny's backyard in the season finale, how much time between where's Johnny and 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 this has passed? Less than a year, right? And in the same Whoa. episode, we have uh, uh, the feds Adrian. telling Adriana like this could be yeah. like a seven year fucking thing like, to build a Rico case. Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't. They, anything that they had to raid Johnny's house, they probably have at this point or or will have soon and they've been building a case for years and years so i think right. like it, even if things were split he would still be more of a high, high profile target than when he was uh, a consigliere for carmine senior so the feds sure. would not hesitate to go after him um i don't think little carmine would have like they would have just completely switched gears and like dropped their case with johnny and started uh going after little carmine or angelo because why would they if they if they had you know the makings of a case? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope yeah. that answered yeah. Saigon Beauty College. Um, oh, definitely didn't. She, they're coming back. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, this one from user. It's all a big nothing. Nice. Mm, uh, sure. What exactly did Tony have going with the linens? In Where's Johnny, Tony mentions to Artie that he can save him 70% on linens through some kind of scam he has with Mr. Kim. He also has a personal relationship with Mr. Kim and enough pull to get Tony be a job there. My question is, what exactly is the scam here? And when Tony tells Artie he can get him a deal, I'm not sure if Tony is doing this to help himself or to help Artie. Obviously, for first of all, obviously to help himself. Yeah, the only time <laughs> yeah, yeah. like Tony only yeah. helps himself. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, but also, yeah, I'm not sure what the, what the scam, what the scam is with the linens, or why yeah, he has. I some gotta sort of pool. know. I gotta know what this is. <laughs> I mean, maybe Mr. Kim is is into Tony for like, uh, you know, fifty large or something. You know, like maybe it's a gambling debt. I don't. Maybe, I, but then he has the, but then he has the, uh, the cash to like go in on the like the, the massage parlor with uh, Blondetta. Yeah. So. Right. He, he, it would appear that he's in the black. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Any other thought thoughts on that? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Next question. <laughs> Not important. We know something shady's yeah. going on. This is besides. Yeah. The point. I need the, to make the dinner soon. Think this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And finally, this one from user Raskaraz. Uh question about Angelo Gareppi. In the episode, Where's Johnny? Tony says Angelo was Carmine's consigliere for over 30 years. Does this mean he became a consigliere at the age of 20 to 30? It's kind of young, no? Because um, in this in this episode, Angelo is what? In his 60s, seven, early 70s, maybe? I, yeah, I assume 70s. So if he was in the can 
for for 15 years 15 20 years well i guess he could have been consigliere while he was in the can that's not necessarily that's stopping that's true so he he yeah i guess he wouldn't need to be consigliere when he was like 20 years old which would have been probably unrealistic right Right. Yeah, no, nah, you could have been. You could have been a young <laughs> consigliere. I mean, yeah. I know, I know a couple. <laughs> I mean, twenty-year-old consigliere's. Thought of young, yeah. You know, I mean, they've I, known a lot about. Well, the that's world. how they do it in Staten Island, right? And now yeah, they're serving the beef young... and broccoli on the grill. They're doing twenty-year-old <laughs> yeah, consigliere. Yeah. Young Sheldon, young consul. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. From the uh, makers of Young Sheldon comes Young Consolidator. Yeah. God, that would be the fucking worst show. That's the I'm next. That's the next Sopranos prequel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I got for fucking internet. So. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. Good to be back, boys. Hey, good to be back. Uh, good to be back. I think. Uh, Next week, we may uh, try it a little in person for the first time in uh, hey. about a year and a half. So, you know. Oh, wow. I can't uh, wait. The audio is going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, the, the audio will be way better than this shit. We'll so, get audio of all yeah, of us rubbing our bodies any, physically together. Any pig farmers out there who uh, have an issue with the audio, <laughs> yeah, we, got a, we got a friendly little uh, message this week. Uh, somebody uh, doesn't like our podcast, but likes it more than talking Sopranos. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> and, uh, compliment uh, and, and so, a diss at the same time. And shout so, out to Pizza yeah. Michi, our good friend and buddy, uh, for, yes. for coming to our defense. Yeah. Love that guy. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Pizza Michi Let's get together, best. man. When we, you back in town? Yeah, yeah. let yeah. us know. Yeah. Let us know. Need that za. Uh, need that we za. We need that za. Uh, folks, as always, uh, if, if you also have issues with the audio uh, or, uh, you know, maybe you think the audio is fine and uh, you don't, like, give a fuck because uh, you enjoy our discourse, uh, let us know. Uh, questions, concerns, comments, uh, email us at osopranospod at gmail.com. Hit us up on the socials at osopranospod on Twitter and Instagram. And, you know, we haven't said this in a while, but, like, you know, give us a five-star review on iTunes. That shit helps, you know, because, you know, maybe you're somebody who loves talking Sopranos and loves Pada Bing. Hey, those are great. But, you know, we're great, too. So, you know. Let the Sopranos universe know, especially because you know we got the movie coming out in the fall. So yeah. uh, you know, no less than five give stars. Give us some love. No less than five stars. Yeah, bitch and moan about the audio, but give us five stars, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Until next week. Oh. oh. Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.